Welcome everyone to Haters Drinking Hatred. Fuck knows what episode it is. We are in the preseason. The next season has almost begun. Uh, with me, as always, is a man who is also trying to force a trade away from this podcast, but doesn't realize his trade value has plummeted. Siddhan Mehta, ladies and gentlemen, how's it going, Sid? It's going well. I'm in camp. I'm surrounded by optimism. Um, I, I they they're letting me rehab my value here, so. You know, I think if I can uh, get uh, get these spate of back and knee injuries behind me, I can turn it around like Michael Porter Jr., who got I, I, a rookie Mac extension deal somehow. I'm just I'm just telling you that they are still selling your jerseys at 45% off. I'm just saying that's happening. I didn't want to break it to yeah, you on the air, but you know, I I was just told it is 45% off for uh, jerseys that say "Haters Drinking Hatred" on the front and "Meta 45" on the back. Right. But that's what Mintra is about, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, let's jump in. Uh, first off, for the first time ever, because of this ridiculous time, the, this time difference has finally worked in our favor for once. I have breaking news, okay. Sid. Would you like to hear it? Okay. Please, right. please tell me. So, uh, just a bit of context for the audience uh, who may not have been up to date with what's going on. Um, in New York... And in California, right? Uh, in those two states, um, the state legislature, there's nothing to do with the NBA legislature, the state legislature is insisting that workers within the state in any crowded spaces be vaccinated. Now, what that means is that basketball players also need to be vaccinated, which is a problem because Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn and, jeez, uh, what's his name again? Andrew Wiggins in okay. Golden State. So I completely blanked. Oh no, Andrew Wiggins took Andrew Wiggins took the vaccine today. Oh, he took the vaccine today. More breaking news. Yeah, he All did right. the so this Johnson was a shot. problem. Yeah. This was a problem for yeah. Andrew Wiggins in Golden State. What that meant was that basically these players could not play home games because as a unvaccinated worker in the state, you are not allowed to attend crowded events. Now, yeah. the NBA has finally come down with a fining system. Right uh, for what it's going to do to players who miss games because they are unvaccinated at home, right? So what basically what's basically going to happen is the player misses one one ninety one point six of the player's salary for each game they miss, which means, as an example, Kyrie Irving is going to miss uh, is going to be fined basically three hundred eighty one thousand dollars a game. So that's. Almost wow. the entire game fee plus plus. That's a lot of money, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. every home game. Uh, so that's okay. basically half the games of the season being fined close to 400k a game. So it's a fine and also it's very crucial. If you miss a home game, uh, the NBA has also given teams permission to not pay you for that game. Yeah. So you don't get paid. In fact, you have to pay a fine. No, I think, wait, sorry. Let me just, let me rephrase that. The The fine is the reduction in pay. So it is the... Oh, okay. Because they originally said that they were just... Because they originally said they were not going to pay you for games you can't play in because you're unvaccinated. So yeah, now they've sorry. changed it to this fines, fine system. 
Yeah, it's a cent- the fine is the reduction. So this is the agreement with the NBA and the NBA Players Association. <coughs> I think that's what they were largely holding out for, was to okay, come to an agreement what on what on un- what what the options were for unvaccinated players. But this right. is this is nuts. This is completely nuts. I mean, forget forget the money. Obviously. Okay, what's nuts about this, though? Because I need to know what you what you feel about. Like, okay, what so, are you saying is crazy? What I'm saying is, it is insane that an NBA player who is in full contact with other human beings on an almost three times a week basis is not getting vaccinated. That is that is nuts to me. You are playing in arenas. Yeah. You are at risk. I know you're an athlete and whatever else, but you're at risk as well. You don't care about the risk. Cool. You are putting other players at risk. We know what happened to the NBA when there was an outbreak. We know what happened to individual teams last year when there was an outbreak. Entire seasons were derailed. Let's, let, we can just run through the names of the top of our heads of the teams that were completely derailed because four, five, six of their players got hit. I agree that they're vaccinated now. Vaccination does not uh, take you uh, completely away from the risk of COVID. There are still risks to it and there's still time that you will spend away from the game. For me, the issue is not... Forget the money. I, I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to miss 400,000, 800,000, 900,000. I don't think he's going to miss any of that. Right? The My biggest problem is that at some point, these teams and the NBA need to take a stand that, hey, you're putting other people in jeopardy, not just their lives, right? Fine, the mortality rate after both those shots is down to practically zero. Fine, it's not their lives. You're endangering their livelihoods. You're endangering the team's chances of success this season. You're endangering their chances of, again, look what happened to Jason Tatum. Six months, he was saying he didn't feel like himself. How yeah. How is this being allowed? Just ban them. Forget it. Take a stand and say, no, if you're not I vaccinated, know. you do not get to fucking play a full con. Go play chess. Go fucking play Go chess. Play chess. I think Seriously. you have to be vaccinated to play chess also, by the way. I, I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> I would yeah, not be yeah. surprised by that. <laughs> but it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And um, we don't want to turn this into some vaccine politics podcast, but like, I think it's pretty clear from both of our reactions that you can tell that we don't buy into a lot of these, uh, oh, what happened to a person's liberty perspective on things. Uh, Just get vaccinated and don't make us argue with you because we don't want to argue with you. Just do it, Kyrie. Just why can't you give an answer, though? Because we're going to do this again. We do this every time we talk about him. What did he actually say and did he actually say it? And the answer to both those things are, I don't know, and I'm not sure. Yeah, and he just wants you to respect his privacy. I get it. Cool. Everyone has respected your privacy because you are an incredibly private person who doesn't give any answers anyways. So even if even if yeah. anyone had any questions, it's not like we can probe anything. The only reason yeah. he, well, he, he could, got banned... He, the he only could make it from the uh, next media day. Was, yeah, he couldn't make it the yeah, next media he, day. He, that that's the answer. That's the answer in and of itself. Because the yeah. only people well, who weren't allowed it in media he was in, No, he, he it wasn't because of vaccination. He was in COVID protocol. Because <laughs> superb. Just superb. <laughs> I mean, last year he decided not to show up because he didn't want to. But now he was in COVID protocol, so he couldn't make it. <laughs> Amazing. The jokes I mean, write themselves, guys. I don't even have to make things up. No, and just just one last point on this, like, liberty and shit. Dude, you can have your fucking liberty. 
go go live in a log house in montana somewhere i'm cool if you're not coming into contact with anyone else then i swear to god it's fucking your option man not to take the vaccine i have i'm not i'm yeah. not going to fucking begrudge you go for it yeah but don't show up yeah. on a basketball court with uh, 10 other dudes 15 other dudes 20 other dudes who need to stay healthy to earn a living and to win mm. their teams championships and then sit around tell me about your fucking personal liberty it's fucking ridiculous yeah well that's the wrong. problem with the liberty argument it's the same thing every time it's that oh i don't choose to do this why are you making me choose and all that stuff but like if you're endangering other people that endangers their rights that's the end of this yeah. argument for me personally like and anyway so kyrie oving has been unnaturally coy about this entire topic we have learned a lot about his vaccination beliefs and status through his aunt okay his aunt has been the one that has been putting up this information so again we don't know if he's actually actually said any of this this is the problem here guys like we can't tell you that like this is an issue that he's facing and to be fair to the nba the nba players association and to the players themselves the nba players are have are like 95% i think of the nba nba players have been vaccinated so far yeah so you know it's not that all these rich billion millionaires and whatever are like actively avoiding uh taking uh, the the obvious shot of vaccination that is required by the country and the government they they're doing it it's just some of them are not doing it and uh, their reasons for doing it not doing it are incredibly obtuse and also just yeah. generally this the, like like they don't just, they don't just tell I me mean, your injecting you, horse fertilizer just do it tell me your injecting horse just, dewormer whatever the fuck it is do it just yeah, do that at but, least but and also like you can't be a private person and be a public figure and follow public law and like yeah you live in brooklyn in new york everybody has told you what the law is going to be you you knew this was going to happen that's my biggest problem you can't show up months in to the process and say i don't feel like i should have to get vaccinated i'm like dude you had 3 months to figure this out 3 yeah. months okay just shut the hell up and take the thing or quit retire and leave the game will move on without you whoever it is i'm not talking to kyrie right now i'm talking to any of these people you know any yeah. of these people who believe that they who so strongly believe that they shouldn't take this thing they need to quit because society is not going to change for you you know that's just not the contract here everybody wants this vaccine and if you want a part of that everybody too bad you know like i think uh a lot of people are sort of getting divided over this argument but if we just keep to the nba here right now you know what is amazing about the news that you just told me is that the nba players association usually never ever agrees on anything that would yeah. infringe upon a player's rights absolutely and that yeah. includes things that happen to be uh, medical choices right and here they have also gone ahead and said okay we believe we need to find ourselves you know our own people so the people on the nba players association that made this decision to agree on this fine are nba players yeah 
right? Starting with the new president of the NBA Players Association, CJ McCollum, and the rest of the senior players in the, you know, executive roles, they all said, yes, please find us if some of us don't show up, you know? Yeah. So here it is. We'll see what Kyrie Irving does and how he gets out of it because only he seems to be immune to everything. And everyone wants to give him all the passes in the world for... I still don't know why. Like, I still don't know why he gets to do everything he wants to do. Because he's special, Sid. Because he's he's special and he's ethereal. And he fucking talks of... In, uh, sprays incense all over the fucking... Well, you can't spray incense. But he walks around with incense yeah. all over the fucking place. I mean, this whole, like... I mean, he's basically just, like, under the umbrella, under the guise of being quirky, is just doing horrible shit. He leaves in the middle of a season, no explanation. Whatever, I guess that's an internal matter for the Nets to figure out. He comes back and he says, I'm not going to take the vaccine, even though it's legally fucking mandated in the state that I am employed in. It's ridiculous. This is, like, under the guise of being quirky, you can't just be a fucking asshole all the time. And just because you happen to be good at what you do, it's just, it's not right. At some point, someone has to say, fuck it. The Nets might not realize it if Kyrie's gone this year. They might still win a fucking championship. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And I think this is the thing with Kyrie Irving. Like, it's become so polarizing. Like, even if he takes it now, I don't. I think it'll be worse if he takes it. Because yeah, after not, he put us through all of this. Yeah. You know? And, and that, uh, that's he's just going to wimp exactly, out and take it. No, but it's exactly what you said earlier. He actually hasn't put us through anything. Because yeah. he hasn't said anything. So there's nothing to oh, hold him to. Yeah, right. That's the thing. This yeah. is a guy because his who aunt is not him. Yeah, after all, because he doesn't also take any stands on anything. He so takes no responsibility not, for anything. Yeah, for any of his actions, he just says, "No, I'm a private person. I'd like to keep this private." This is the same thing he said about the about going off in the middle of the season. It's the same thing he said when he came back. It's the same thing he's saying about the vaccine. So you can't actually hold him to anything. You can't say, hey, right. fucking Kyrie, you you're did. setting a bad example. I didn't say anything. What example am I saying? It's, it's fantastic. It is peak assholishness. I miss when he used to be a flat author. <laughs> that was again, a good time. Again, that's the thing. Because if you go back to those quotes as well, you can't actually pin down these a flat earther because people asked him, do you believe the earth is round? And he said, I think people should do their own research. That's not saying I think the earth is flat. That's the genius of Kyrie Irving. I thought the genius of Kyrie Irving was he had a lot of handles and then he could finish. No, that's okay. There's 30 other guys in the league with great handles. Only one guy answers questions like he does. He's one of one. You're right. He's one of one in media relations. I don't understand the genius of Kyrie Irving. (laughs) No, you do not, Sid. No, you do not. All right, all right. Let's, let's move on me, from Kyrie. Let's yeah. move on from Kyrie. That is the, that's the breaking news I wanted to drop. That there is now a reduction in pay for every single game missed. Great news. Andrew Wiggins has taken it. So Golden State Warriors are on track. Uh, there were some Andrew Wiggins trade rumors and shit also because, well, I guess if a guy's going to miss thirty plus games for the season, they may as well have to move him. But glad to see Wiggins has done the smart thing and he's back in. The yeah. Warriors continue to be on track, especially with Clay swimming in the bay. All right. Who can say no to that? Yeah, yeah I know. Did it's you great. see the clip I sent you, where he where he just start to like interrupt somebody else's press conference for no reason? <laughs> yeah, Clay's amazing. Clay's amazing. 
I just, just, there's no other way to put it. I can't wait to have him back on the court, dude. Like, there is, it'll I don't be, think there's a single... It'll be a, a very player. emotional moment. I think I'm going to take that day off from work. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Did you see that? By the way, did you see the yeah. post about uh, the last time Clay was on a basketball court? Um, Kawhi was on the Raptors. AD was on the Pelicans. Um... The Westbrook was, I think, still on the Rockets. No, he was. He was probably on the. Uh, he wasn't even the Rockets. No, he was in the Rockets. He, yeah, he, he was in the, the Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, it is yeah. like the league has changed since the last time Clay Thompson was on a fucking basketball court. Clay hasn't played in the NBA for over eight hundred days. Wow, wow. And by the time he comes back, it might actually be near a thousand days. So, like. I think we are missing out. He is not missing out more than we are missing out, honestly. Yeah, no, no. This is this is our loss. This is basketball's loss. Anytime Clay Thompson is yeah. not playing a game, and I'm, I really hope he comes back. It's somewhere near a hundred percent. But anyway, that's going to be all speculation. Let's move on. Yeah. To the other big saga that we want to discuss. Actually, let's leave that one for a little later. I also want to pick your brain on um, on one very important thing because you've had some very, um, let's say let's say hard opinions. On this particular player, and most importantly, his foot, uh, which you said had a problem called the dropped foot, which you described in great detail on this podcast uh, many episodes ago. Uh, that player yeah. said, "This player who you said was basically a walking injury risk, uh, shouldn't be given a contract, will probably disintegrate uh, in a matter of twenty games." He hasn't disintegrated. I'm not saying he won't disintegrate, but he hasn't yet. Uh, that player, yes. Michael Porter Jr. Just got a max rookie inst- extension. Uh, I just want to run you through the the details of this because uh, and and for everyone at home as well, it is currently a one hundred seventy two million dollar max extension. It can become the two hundred million plus super max extension if he makes an All NBA team this year. Sid, your thoughts first about the max extension, and then second, will Michael Porter Jr. make an All NBA team and be in the same contract category as Luka fucking Doncic? Uh, answering the second question first, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that right out there for you to catch. Uh, um, am I surprised that they gave him this money? I'm not surprised because the NBA franchises have to give somebody money. Um, here's the thing with Michael Porter Jr. that everybody likes, right? He's scoring very freely over the last season and a half, okay? It's his shooting from distance, which has been incredible, right? He's he's a his uh, first two rookie seasons in terms of three point percentage and uh, almost almost the same output is exceeded by only three players in NBA history who are, I believe, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. Insane. Okay. Yeah, so he kind of good at the whole shooting, is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, and we know how NBA teams like shooting these days. So they had to give him a lot of money because it's the Denver Nuggets, man. Like nobody's saying I need to play at the Pepsi Center. That's why I grew up b- playing basketball. You know, it's like those wild nights at the Pepsi Center. That's why. That's why I need to be at Denver. You know, so like. He had to be given this money because they have a guy who could possibly become an all-star one day in this guy. 
um, and uh, you might be asking or you might be thinking rather so do you take it back do you take it back take back how you feel about uh, michael porter junior and his injury history i do not take it back he can just get injured later after they have given him a shitload of money and yeah. uh, i am kind of betting on it that's how probability works you don't don't you you know i've never seen a person who's had two back surgeries and a dropped foot have a 15 year nba career i that can easily true, say yeah. that you might the, be thinking why what, what how do you know have you checked i don't have to check it's never happened before yeah the back so, is yeah, the, the back is the real killer there's there's never been the second a player's back has given out be that larry bird uh so many other players who've gotten their their backs out of sort and then it's pretty much over in like a couple of years after that like it's pretty much done like larry bird was done i think a year and a half or two years after his back started giving problems for the first time right but what happens when you have severe back trouble when you're 16 yeah otherwise like, it's not the he had a back sprain or something no it's not like he had some back sprain or something he had like actual long term injuries to his back you know um look i don't i'm not saying i cast casting some curse on this guy he's a really good player sure? to watch also it's sir, sounding actually. like it i've gotten some mentions that uh, you seem to be hexing michael porter junior are you going on the record to say you haven't hexed him or are you going to say people I, I, should I do their own I, research again, on hexes again no no i i can't say it. people should do their own research <laughs> on hexes because uh, i don't know what research they will bring back uh, on that front um again uh, i will reiterate i don't actually have to cast a curse on this guy do you know what i mean like it's this is just going to happen right like i don't have to worry about this problem i i mean he is going to get an injury which will be major and he will have to recover from it and how he does will determine his career i, I i'm not trying to predict the future here i'm going to tell you what is probably obvious going that uh, that's obviously going to happen with somebody that has these massive injuries it's never ever went gone well man it's never gone well so um you can see like a lot of people who are nba analysts and far more qualified than i are also like no he totally deserves the money because he's like an insanely talented offensive nba player but we are worried about his injury history and whether it will catch up to him in a couple of years it's not just me saying it i mean joel embiid has the max and no one can say he doesn't deserve it right right yeah i mean the guy is awesome but he does literally miss every important game or is injured during it that's just yeah, I mean, how it is with some people i guess i guess that 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 brings me to another point um said so the 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 more concerning thing and of course we we made a lot of jokes about the injuries and talked a lot about the injuries um the other thing to me this is a player who's basically played one full season essentially right and some yeah. change and and remember how this season works okay we are just now one year away from when the lakers won the title like, yeah, yeah 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 sort of right like the, last the, season the, was the a 29 mess. the 2020 nba draft 
took place in November 2020. Yeah. The 2021 draft took place now in in July. So two drafts have happened in the last eight months. Okay. Yeah. This is where we are. Like shit is going wild right now. And basically no off-season, constant so, injuries for players, COVID protocols. This is the kind of season in which Michael Porter Jr. excelled and that's the only time he has excelled. And that's what's a max. I mean, I, I don't begrudge the Denver for doing that. You know, they've drafted brilliantly and that's really their only path to success. So I don't begrudge it, but oh man, does it ever set a bad precedent for every other player who can basically say, yeah, I should also get the max because I basically did three times what Michael Porter Jr. did. That's it. I mean, yeah. we'll never know until we do, but uh, let's hope he keeps it up and let's hope his injury troubles are very far away in the future. All right, all right let's, move on. let's move on from MPJ, uh, Max PJ, as I'm going to start calling him from, from this day forth, wow. uh, until, okay, until his last day sense. in the NBA, uh, probably two years from now. I'm just, no, fuck off. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> sorry, had to do it. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> the other saga that has basically been dominating the offseason to the point where I don't think anyone's had a vacation. Like, no, none of the basketball guys have had a vacation <laughs> this offseason. It's off not season. just that. I, I feel like it should not be called the offseason anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, just Simmons season. It's just... <laughs> I mean, this. So much news. Okay, I just want to... I just want to make the of what I, just off the top of my head, recall. And this is supposed to be the off-season. Okay? Nothing is supposed to happen. Right? Uh, first, Simmons says he's not going to show up for training. Well, Simmons doesn't say it. Rich Paul says it. That he's not going to show up for training camp. And he does not want to ever play for the 76ers again. Uh, the 76ers say no. He is going to come to training camp. We're going to make this work. We're going to see this through. Uh, the players say that they want to go to LA to meet Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons says no, refuses to meet his own teammates who were willing to fly to LA to meet him to convince him to stay on this season. And now, finally, once again, he has not shown up to media day. He is being fined as we speak. Uh, every single day that he does not show up for training camp, the fines keep kind of um, exponentially increasing and will go up to about 80k a day or something like that for every single day of training camp that he misses. Not to mention what the insane fines that will start popping up if he starts to miss games in the season by sitting out. Sid, uh, your thoughts? Uh, you're, you're a rebel. Uh, you've been known to, um, you know, protest. Yeah. Uh, and, get fined you know, all the time. Get yeah. get, get fined. You know, you're no stranger to fines. What do you think about this particular yeah. uh, particular mo that Ben Simmons and Rich Paul uh, with Clutch have adopted? I, I I mean, it is insanely dangerous for Ben Simmons to do this. Uh, I, just again, just a reminder. I feel like. Just a reminder to, to yeah. our audiences, he still has four more years left on his contract with the 76ers. Yeah. Four more years and he this gets paid thing. about He's... 28 mil a year on average, basically. Oh, uh, but here's the thing. So, the new contract extension that kicks in right now, this week, basically, he's supposed to get paid a lot of the money up front. Yeah, as stipulated by the contract, which doesn't happen except only Clutch has somehow negotiated this for Ben Simmons, 
and Philadelphia has already said they're not going to pay it. It is sitting in escrow currently. Eight point something million yeah. is sitting in escrow. Uh, and will be yeah. payable as soon as Ben Simmons reports to training camp. So he's not seeing money right now. Like no cash is hitting his bank account, which I don't care how rich well, you are. No new cash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how rich you are. You're gonna miss about six to eight million not showing up one day. You know, like you got some bills. You got something. It, it's uh, it's. I, I don't understand where this is coming from. In that. You have no one to blame but yourself for your mistakes. Like, I know that you feel like the organization has done all kinds of shit to you. And they have. Okay? Yeah. Uh, they, they they have said a lot of things. They have made his life difficult. The fans have gotten on his back. But, you know, you're a max player and you didn't perform. So, people got on you. And it's not fair. But then it's not fair that you get this kind of money. You know, for a lot of people who see themselves as very valuable people in the world and even basketball players around you, possibly in your own team, who don't get paid as much, you know, they're they're thinking this guy doesn't even want to show up and yet he wants to count his money. Why should we do anything for this guy? You know, so I I feel like this is a very bad look for for uh, Ben Simmons, for sure, but also for Clutch, because Clutch has become a very uh, 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 become a uh, it's become an actual player in the NBA in a way, not a not a physical player, obviously, but like they're such a huge influence because of all the players and all the clout. And I think we talked about it last time, like when LeBron leaves, uh, stops playing, retires, how powerful will Clutch be? You know. Like, how many guys can they keep bringing in that wield outsized power, much bigger than entire teams? And we're seeing right now, already an, an NBA team's like, yeah, I'm not going to do what you want, Ben Simmons. You are under contract. I don't care how upset you are. I don't care if you don't like how we talked about you. You had to be better and it didn't work out. And uh, okay, some people said a few things which they should take back, but that's about it. That doesn't mean you can throw a tantrum and decide never to show up again. So I, I empathize with Ben Simmons. I don't sympathize with him. And we've talked about it before. So I think Philly still holds all the cards, as far as I know, to answer your question. And uh, the situation will further deteriorate. And uh, the I don't know if anybody's going to win from this. Not, yeah. not Ben Simmons, not Philly, not the team that trades for him. Yeah, I think there's a there's a simple point to be made here because there is a point at which his trade value hits hits such a low that basically their championship aspirations are not changed one way or the other whether they trade him or let him sit. Of course, him playing would be great, but between the two options of trading him and letting him sit for a year and stew, it doesn't make a damn difference because right now, a there's no really great trade offer on the table that that improves or keeps Philadelphia at their same level even right now. The kind of trades I'm going to just run you through very quickly, but the trades that seem sensible, reasonable, possible. None of them would you bite your arm off, bite my arm off for if you were Philly. So the difference for them is basically starting Tyrese Maxey at point guard or just trading for Buddy Heald, for example. It doesn't improve them in any reasonable, conceivable way, way. So for them, actually, just saying, fuck it, Let's go with what we have right now this whole season. Let Ben Simmons sit and hopefully he comes to his senses in November. That might actually be a smart move because you at least will get the chance to rehab his trade value 
if he comes back and says, okay, cool, I'll play for you. And I'll come into the playoffs. So I'll come in for the second half of the damn season. So right now, for Philly and for Ben Simmons, a trade actually does not make any sense whatsoever because you're trading a guy at the absolute lowest his trade value could possibly be. I mean, I don't think the NBA is going to let him sit uh, because they saw how that worked out with AD. It turned into an embarrassing sideshow for them because people don't play games to worry about contract. I mean, people don't play games, sorry. I mean, people don't come to watch games and then get like, go, oh, I didn't un- I didn't realize that Anthony Davis was like feuding with the Pelicans, so he's not playing. I thought I would watch him today. Because I bought these tickets a year ago, you know? Yeah. So, these guys think that they're so above it all that they don't even... They, they, that them not showing up is because they've been wronged. And whenever they show us up, whenever they show up, they're doing, they're doing us a favor. Us being the audience. Well, we pay for these things. So, we should be able to see them. That's the, that's the entire contract here, you know? So I don't know. I think this is uh, this has gone very far in a direction that um, like everyone here needs to take stock of this incident. I'm saying the players, the teams, and the NBA, and they need to figure out like how they can prevent these situations from arising. And these are always easier said than done because they always happen. Over all the years that we've been watching NBA, these contract disputes keep propping up. But um, you know, there, there, there is always a necessity to solve this problem, so they should keep working at it. Because yeah. we can't sit here and spend all our time talking about this dude, even though we do. Pretty much all of us, whoever ever talks about the NBA, has or has talked about Ben Simmons for for like the last three months. You know. And is wearing a bit thin because the guy is, he's a player in this game. He should not be the sole focus of all our attention. It's not good for him. It's not good for us. So I hope the Sixers find a solution because Ben Simmons is not going to let them go with like just, uh, you know, with, with the, with the threats they've provided, with the fines they're planning to levy. I think these guys are planning to go down. These guys being Ben Simmons and his agents, they're planning to go down and take take all the fines and hits that come their way. So Philly tried to call up to call their bluff, but turns out they weren't bluffing. He's really not going to show up. You know, it's nuts. This is just nuts. I mean, we've seen and we thought we saw like the absolute worst of this with with AD and James Harden. That was nothing. <laughs> Like James Harden, yeah. fucking, he all he did was publicly announce. He still showed up for that game. He didn't. He played like shit. He still showed up for the goddamn game. Ben Simmons is refusing to show up for games. This this is like no, he's refusing to show up for practice. Fun. He's yeah. definitely not coming for the games. He's not even coming to the facility. Like you know, at, at least be James Harden about this. Show up fat. Come on, well, be a professional. Yeah, well, that hurts his trade trade value too much. <laughs> um, nothing holds James let's, Harden's trade value so let's like, be real. yeah James Harden is just too good I mean if James Harden was like the nutty professor I'd still want to trade for him I'd still throw in a first rounder alright so yeah. now that we're talking about trade value I want to run through some trades right let me let me just say off the outset they're all shit right 
there is one that i kind of like but i don't think it's going to happen so let me run you through that one first right it's for the timberwolves obviously uh obviously the 76ers get carl anthony towns his best friend in the whole wide world d'angelo russell jane mcdaniels and between one to two future first rounders and the timberwolves okay. get ben simmons Let's keep in mind. I would do that trade immediately. This is Carl right Anthony Towns's best friend. They cry together, Sid. They sit around a campfire. They talk about shit. This is just let's let's talk about the year Carl Anthony Towns has had. You want you I'm want to be the guy who calls him up? You want to be the guy who calls him up and says we're trading D'Angelo? Do you want to be that guy? I don't it's, want to be that guy. Carl Anthony Towns well, is a large man. It's not going to be Gerson Rosas. I tell you that. It's not going to be Gerson Rosas. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. He should have not, not called many people in that organization. He yeah, yeah. Maybe just... <laughs> he should not have not done a lot <laughs> yeah. of things. Yeah. He got... Gerson Rosas got super fired, guys. Super fired. It was more haven't... than fired. It was... If you haven't heard that story, Gerson Rosas, uh, who is the GM, right? GM of basketball operations. What's the title? So I think, think VP of basketball. Yeah, VP of basketball. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the role you would uh, idly say as a GM. Uh, Gerson Rose, of course, yeah. the GM of the Minnesota Timberwolves, got fired. I shouldn't be laughing. Got fired two weeks ago uh, for having consensual but inappropriate relationships with an employee. Basically, cheated on his wife with an employee within the organization at the Timberwolves. Uh, so, he is very fired he got fired also i heard day. that a lot of people hated him like but though that like, wasn't the reason he not was, even to be fair there was a there there is talk that he was probably on his way out anyways uh, and he was probably going to yeah. get sacked but definitely the reason that he got sacked was because he had an affair with I feel a female like, employee i feel like i don't want to get into that but i want to put one last image in your head about gosen rosas before i react to oh the God. trade what if we did a documentary or a mock or like a docu drama about gosen rosas's tenure in in uh, the minnesota timberwolves and actually it's the movie office space all over again <laughs> I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, I think I I mean I think it would go really well. Like, I think this is one of the great. history channel movies that you'd really watch the shit out of. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean it's 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 got legs. I I'm going to talk to you about the script later. Yeah, but, I, I, uh, I think we can we can the, workshop this. We can shop it. I mean Netflix is willing to buy anything, yeah. Absolutely. So, it's all possible. So the trade, let me just say something really heinous. something so bad we might have to stop recording um <laughs> at this point shouldn't kikar anthony towns best friend in the whole world definitely be traded away that's not the point is d'angelo russell a good player i mean he he's a he's got to hit we have to i think the universe is testing kikar anthony towns on a biblical level <laughs> so It's not funny. You We know, should be laughing, but okay, I know, but it's true. You're laughing. I'm not laughing. That's the that's the sad part. Like you think I'm laughing. I'm not laughing at all. This is horrifying. You're a monster. You're a terrible monster. Okay. The, Sorry. The please go on. The last one was sociopath. Please, please go audience. on. But 
many, many, many tragedies got and three towns has suffered this past year. Please continue. I feel like if Carl Anthony Towns drives D'Angelo Russell to the airport, or at least comes to pick him up, D'Angelo will be like, oh, uh, uh, dude, it's fine, I got an Uber, it's okay. <laughs> and Carl Anthony Towns will be like, I, dude, what are you talking about, man? Are you still scared of the whole getting into a car with me because we get into a <laughs> car accident thing again? I mean, I only had one accident on the way here, and it obviously wasn't my fault. And D'Angelo will be like, oh, no, no, it's fine. I had, like, the Uber, Uber Black, like, point saved up. So, I was going to use it here anyway. So, that would be the conversation when he drives, when he gets to the airport and leaves for Philadelphia. Because if I'm Philadelphia, I'm just taking the deal. Yeah. Now, yeah. I know what all of you people will say. You will be like, dude, what a shit return for clearly awesome player, blah, blah, blah. Like, the guy is not showing up for you. What return do you want? You know? What do you think is going to happen if you, instead of having D'Angelo Russell on your team playing every game, or whenever he's not injured, which is like playing every third game, okay? Instead of that, you'll have nobody. Why do people not realize that this is bad? And, like, yeah. people are tired on that team of having to deal with this dude. They're going to play worse. Even if this guy has to play eventually, this team is never going to do well. We all know it. It's not like these people have the personalities to, like, go into a Jordan Bull season where they know they all hate each other, but they can still win a title out of it. These guys don't have the mentality or the, or the ability even to make that happen. So... He makes his team worse. He makes his teammates worse. He makes the locker room worse. He makes the fan base worse. He makes everything worse. Just trade him. Forget everything else. That's my only thing. So if you're saying this is the table uh, pitch that the Timberwolves make, I would if I would just take it if I was Philly. Hundred percent. I just don't think they're making that pitch. That's that's the only thing. That's what I started it with. Yeah, I don't think the trade is going to happen. Because no, because Minnesota said they're not going to trade D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, or Anthony Edwards. Fair, fair. They, yeah. you're not going to get. But I, then I don't want. You're not going to get Ben Simmons. Who are they going to? Who Who are they going to trade then? Patrick Beverly. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a trade available unless you're willing to do D'Angelo Russell. Which, if you want to have anything to do with your star player ever again, it you cannot trade D'Angelo Russell. You just can't. Unless you're saying, fuck it, this is it. This is the last season. Otherwise, next season, I'm going to trade Carl Anthony Towns also. Fuck it. Then it's cool. Then you go trade D'Angelo. But if you're <laughs> hoping Carl Anthony Towns is going to stay on with you, you cannot trade away the guy you just traded for a season and a half ago. Well, actually, two clear seasons ago. But no. So that, Okay, who's that your one? other trade? I need the to other know. trade. The other trade. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know if this is a good one or a bad one. Uh, it's with the Cavaliers. Alright. Uh, and yes, I'm breaking up Sexland for this one. Colin Sexton, oh Kevin Love, and two future first-rounders for Ben Simmons. So yes, oh, you get Colin Sexton, no. but you also get angry, bored, completely disinterested Kevin Love, who you will have to buy out of his last two years. Or you can make him play, I guess, and he'll throw the ball at Joel Embiid's head. At some point. Wow. This is not... You know, it's not... I, I feel like the part Kevin. where I said you can just make any trade to take Ben Simmons off your books. 
it's not true i think it? i might have to take that back immediately <laughs> yeah exactly because it is quite a shit show so what about this one what like this, quick thoughts this is the worst trade i've ever heard in one sec <laughs> before we go ahead this is the worst trade i've ever seen in my entire life you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> I'm just trying to get them a fucking point guard so I'm just going through the list of point guards all right and Kevin Love is like salary. the 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 tiny island nation of Vanuatu asking Australia to give them preferential treatment for coal mining <laughs> it it's it's up so absurd that people will be ashamed of you for even bringing it up but okay go ahead <laughs> okay now here's one that I feel like there's some merit to but also i don't know anymore about anything it's with the spurs it is of course okay. uh, based around dejonte murray so it's dejonte murray thaddeus young jakob potter so i'm not i'm not too married to those last two names we can you can figure out whoever gets the salaries there and about two or three first round picks i think it'll probably take two at the very minimum and they get ben simmons so that's dejonte i'll do that as deal a, as I'm a, as a call doing that deal yeah it's not bad Perfect right deal. It's not. It's not terrible. No, it's it makes excellent. some sense, and because, they get some depth with you have, Thaddeus Young and Young you have an actual point guard, and he's an yeah. insane defender, and he's a great athlete, and I really like him, and he plays for the Spurs, so nobody knows he's good, so that's even better. Yeah. Then you're going to get Thaddeus Young, who everybody seems to want on their team, but no one seems to want to pay, so that's good. And uh, Jakob Portal like is a rebound guy. Like he rebounds. Yeah. It's great. It's I mean, he, he I don't know what he's going to do basketball. with uh, Ben Simmons, uh, with, uh, Joel Embiid Joel on, Embiid on the, the same team, yeah. team as him. Yeah, but uh, you know, these are small problems that uh, we can fix with time. All right, next trade. You wanted a point guard. I'm sure. going to give you two point guards: Fred Van Van Bleet, Goran Dragic, and maybe like a precious Achua or something else, and two future first rounders for Ben Simmons from the Raptors. Yeah, you have to take that. You're getting a better player in Fred Flanjeet than all the other players you mentioned so far. Okay, okay. I, 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 I'm still leaning more towards that Colin Sexton one, but all right, cool. Take care. Fred Flanjeet. Done. Yeah, that's because you are a terrible GM. Everybody knows that. <laughs> all right, no, but I think I, I think my favorite one outside of D'Angelo, um, is this one, Buddy Hield, Marvin Bagley, and two future first round. Now remember, these are Kings picks. These are not normal first round picks. These are kings picks. They are like gold for Ben Simmons. I like Buddy Hield, man. I'm, I I really I'm like not saying one. no. It's just that see the the thing is the picks are like the picks are the thing that you're never going to use if you're Philly in the sense that like you don't want picks, right? You want to win right now. Like you don't want actual picks. So the the picks are good. That means you have to flip the picks, which I don't know how easy or hard that would be. Although, package if you have that to with Sacramento uh, first round picks, you could even trade a Tobias Harris contract. Exactly, precisely what I was thinking. You can trade a Tobias Harris for a slightly smaller contract, but maybe two really good players. Just, just remember, this situation is so bad at Philadelphia that we no longer have expectations of Tobias Harris. <laughs> He wasn't. He wasn't that bad. He just that contract is it's just. It's not that he's that. No, no. Man. I, I never said he was bad. I'm just saying that we don't even talk about him. Like we have <laughs> no. We don't need him to do anything anymore. It's just. You know. It's just such a circus that we've forgotten Tobias Harris exists. Like, like Seth Curry's yeah. playing there, man. 
it's it's not a bad yeah, team. Yeah, he's very good. And we make them sound like all. a fucking train wreck. <laughs> but they're not. It's we don't ben make them Simmons do anything. Like they asshole. do it to themselves. <laughs> they just do it to themselves every time. Like, <laughs> it's it's astonishing stuff. Astonishing stuff. All right. Anyway, so um, I like that. Do one. you want me to pick the best one out of these? Or there's, there's what, one what more. There's one here? more stupid one. There's one more stupid one just because okay. it's been around for a while. Uh, Come on, CJ. Throw it out. CJ, two first rounders for Ben Simmons. Which again, you can just you can erase uh, that one as a, as a not gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna. Uh, happen. Uh, I guess. Because I've I heard this one before. I've yeah, yeah, this, this one's one. been around. That's why yeah. I threw it in there. But I don't think that helps either side. Do you think a 76ers are hugely helped by CJ McCollum being in the team? I mean, he's a he's a he's a shooter. There's no playmaking. There. Okay, we're we're done discussing this. Okay, Spurs. Pay. I would take take the Spurs trade or the or the. Actually, I would take the Spurs. No, would I take the Spurs? I'll take the Van Vliet. I'll take the Van Vliet one. You are taking the Raptors because you get right. pressures at Chua. I like him as well. So you're giving him right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll throw him in there. So I Achua, Van Vliet, and who's the other player for matching salary? Goran, Goran Dragic. Dragic. Yeah, huh. you, get, you get Goran huh. Dragic as immediately, well. That's, that's immediately buy him out. Yeah. Or we could keep him. You could Whatever. keep him. That's keep him point. a backup that's point two. guard. What do you care? I don't. Yeah, if he, doesn't if he's nobody not needs Tyrese Maxey to handle the ball and crunch exactly. time in the in the playoff series. Yeah. It's a terrible idea. Keep him on. Okay. What do you? Trade. What would you yeah. pick besides the worst trade in this, which is the Cleveland one? <laughs> uh, no. If, which if we know you actually pick. If I'm going to be absolutely honest, I do really like that uh, that San Antonio uh, trade. I like Dejounte Murray. Uh, I think that's a good I trade yeah. and. And what you're getting is the Spurs really have nothing else going. So I'm I'm just I'm I'm valuing the picks because those picks are going to be great trade assets going forward when you need that third piece. When you finally like when you're finally done with Tobias Harris, so he's finally done that last year. You can move those pieces around. Dejounte Murray's young. Uh, you have a a slightly larger window or a similar window that you had with Ben Simmons. Unlike with Buddy Hield, where your window becomes much much shorter. Um, and you can really use those San Antonio picks because they have no one else around Ben Simmons right now. So it's not like Ben Simmons is really going to turn them into a championship contender immediately. They're going to have to make a lot of moves to make Ben Simmons work in that system. So I like that trade because it's got those it's got those picks that I can leverage next year, um, all throughout to trade, uh, even the year after that possibly when San Antonio really maybe maybe craters who knows, right? So I think that's a that's a more complete trade for me for the next three years. It kind of sorts me out. Gives me a slightly larger window than say a say a Buddy Hield or a CJ who would ridiculously shorten my window. Yeah, so that's my pick. Okay. All right, we've we solved. I just the don't want to talk about it. Uh, we solved it. Yeah, because right I don't want to talk about it ever again in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Next uh, next just episode on that. Yeah, next episode on we'll talk about those mining issues that Australia is having. We'll get right into that. Yeah, and solve that shit. We'll out. just and, get yeah the trade war between the island nation of Vanuatu. And Correct, and then a, then a grand uh, episode for the Middle East. That's how that's how we'll roll it. All right, that's, that's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that brings this episode to a close. Preseason is on. Start catching those games. Ad got an and one. That's the only highlight I saw from preseason. Because fuck, I refuse to watch preseason right now. I'm just not doing it. All right, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Sid. Thank you for having me as usual. All righty, we will see you next time. Bye bye. Thank you.